The first person to survive Alzheimer's disease is out there. They're going to hold on to everything the disease steals away. And the Alzheimer's Association is going to make it happen by funding research, advancing public policy, and spurring scientific breakthroughs. And by providing local support to those living with the disease and their caregivers, we're easing the burden until we accomplish our goal. But we won't get there without you. Visit ALZ.org to join the fight. This upcoming podcast is rated M for Mature. We use swearsies and talk about adult stuff. All contents herein are for entertainment purposes only, and all stated opinions, views, and jokes are those of the person making them and should not be taken as any sort of gospel. Listener discretion is advised. Everybody, welcome back to the Utah Outcast. Welcome. Uh, this is episode number three hundred and twenty. And yeah, you like that? Uh, and joining me this week uh, on the panel, we have Kyle Steenblake, we have Red Venture, and we have uh, let's see, Winter Solstice joining us. And hi, I'm your guys' host. I'm uh, I go by the name X, and I, actually, I should change that because it's Outcast X now because I have a separate branding that I need to worry about now. It's a fucking nightmare. Let me let me just tell you right now. <laughs> you have done that to yourself. Yeah, I have. You know, I have, and I'm I'm okay with it for the most part because I have time during the week to do so. But Christmas and New Year's is rapidly approaching, and I realize that I'm not going to have time to do the stuff that I want to do, and it's going to be more of a hey, let's keep the kids entertained throughout the whole week. So. I don't mean to be that guy, but man, you know, having a family is a decision you should not take lightly. Anybody that's out there that might be thinking about starting their own family, you know. If if you're on the fence, um, get off of it and walk away from it. Yeah. Enjoy your free time. (laughs) Don't do it. it. Enjoy being able to watch whatever you want to watch listen to whatever you want to listen to I mean I can't blast war or ICP at loud levels in the house anytime that I want to it has to be shit like Justin Bieber and I it, it kills me on the inside every fucking day whether it be that or Bruno what, Mars what, or something I mean, like that but I, I just I, okay what 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 kills you more the fact that you're listening to Justin Bieber or that it slaps. There's very few Justin yeah. Bieber songs that slap. I was about to say, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be judgmental, Kyle, but... I was very fortunate. I don't know very much uh, Justin Bieber, so I can't say anything I've ever heard slaps. Uh, my little sister was into different stuff, it's thankfully. Mostly, it's, like, mo- it's mostly it's mostly garbage. It's yeah. mostly whenever he has a good producer is when it slaps. Yeah. So like hey, I liked Garth Brooks and Backstreet Boys like a normal fucking kid. You're dating yourself there. <laughs> yeah. Backstreet Boys. I am perfectly aware of that and I embrace it. Boys. You know. No, if you're if you want to talk about Justin Bieber songs that slap, you're you're talking about shit like he did with Will I Am, you know, that power. 
But again, the stuff, the stuff that has nothing to do with him. Yes, no, yeah, it's nothing. Like, I know. Or, you know, anything Justin Bieber did where it was. Com- fuck, why are we talking? Oh my God. I you brought it up. I did. Bring you it have up. done. I'm sorry. Once again, I'm you sorry. But you get back to the God kids it, thing. Kyle, you you did drag it out further, but it's okay. No, sorry. I didn't drag it. Kids out thing. Further. I, kids I, thing. I, I dragged it into the sunlight. That's what I did. We are. It is the 12th of uh, December as we're recording this right now, and we are rounding the bases into. Uh, we have one more episode before we get to Christmas, and it's very likely we're going to take Christmas off. I. I I don't know what to say. Sorry, but uh, time off needs to be had by everybody. And so uh, YouTube is not my YouTube and podcasts are not my uh, primary concern when it comes to doing things. I mean, we do it every year. So you shouldn't be surprised. But uh, anyway, um, what the fuck was I going to say? I have no idea. I don't know. But we are here. It is Saturday night and we have finished. Uh, trade secret guys we've we finished recording the show we're doing the intro and the post so uh so you're gonna hear us talk about michelle bachman you're gonna hear us talk about ken ham you're gonna hear us talk about uh, a couple of other things i don't remember what they were i apologize for that uh but you're also going to um you're also going to enjoy a lot of clips that are coming out on youtube this week uh, i could say i could tell you that right now the as we as I joked about earlier about Utah outcasts and outcast X and all that god god damn it it's so it's so reductive I'm so tired of saying these things <laughs> but on the uh, the outcast X channel I've uh, I've been producing clips of me talking about the Book of Mormon boy let me tell you how fun that fucking book is Kyle how come nobody ever warned me how terrible this goddamn piece of prose that came from Joseph Smith was well, I, I tried. I okay. I I read it. <laughs> I have read it. It's 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 awful. It's terrible. But it's one thing to read things in your brain versus reading them in real life. Yeah, reading it aloud, uh, you, you you can really hear just how bad it's bad, man. Bad it is. Like I was re- the best part is if you do read if you do read it aloud if you hear it read aloud it it becomes really really clear how much of it is just it's so made up pulled out of a hat read out of a hat oh right <laughs> <laughs> I mean okay so this week's episode that I did I I've read first Nephi I've read chapter one and I finished chapter two this week and. I started a fucking cinema sins ticker of how many sin, you know how many times it says and it came to pass. You're going you need a bigger counter. I probably will because I got to 10 or 11 this one episode in 24 verses of this goddamn book. Yep. It started with and yep. so it came to pass. It's like we we can't we understand it came to pass. You're you're saying it happened. We how, we fucking get it. How fucking lazy of a writer are you? Um, very. I mean, very, very, very. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so anyway, let's let's talk about what we've been up to for this past week. That's more fun than me moaning about uh, 
Outcast X stuff that we have up there. So uh, uh, anyway, Kyle, what have you been up to this week? Anything interesting? Interesting things don't happen in 2020. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we've established. Well, uh, okay, take that back. Happened. You bought a couple of bottles of campfire. That's some good shit. Yes, yes, I, I did. I did spend way too much money uh, at the liquor store, um, <laughs> and then and then pretty much immediately had to hide everything to the book. I if I can't see it. You don't not know like it's in there. A cabinet or anything. It's in a box in a closet in a bin. Like I, I, I have forgotten about it. I you have to trick yourself out. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't work on me. I I remember everything we've gotten and my brain just goes, ooh, remember we have that? Oh like, yeah. I have oh, a I stash know, of that I know, somewhere. I know I know exact I know exactly what's <laughs> what's in there. It's if I can't see it, then I'm not just going to mindlessly destroy it. This is this was my like winter supply. So I don't have to try to go to the store during any of the holiday season, <laughs> which is a nightmare. Well, I, I, I did buy the uh, for my my Christmas Christmas present this year. I did get the uh, studio fridge that we're going to have when we can finally get together oh Oh, you mentioned that and we will have it's three different shelves so you can essentially pick a shelf and put whatever you want to have as libations in there (laughs) when you come to visit which is going to be great i mean mine's going to be mostly hard ciders as i've gone through an entire 12 pack this entire episode but (laughs) dude fuck yeah Uh, i'm a basic bitch i love ciders i might have to take a trip out of state and just get a a a large supply of mini bottles that could work you you could fit quite a bit in there (laughs) yeah yeah well i mean portion what what i want to have is i want to have the crystal decanters on top of the fridge where you can take the top off it and pour yourself a a dram or two of whatever you want but (sighs) anyway that's that's wishful thinking so um <laughs> you bought liquor. That's good. Yes. <laughs> okay, so uh Winter Solstice, what what's been going on with you this past week? Anything interesting that you want to talk about? Um honestly nothing super interesting. Um finishing up one of my last semesters of grad school, just fucking slogging through uh <sighs> finals. But um I did have uh which I, I messaged you about before the show. I had an interesting day because uh for those of you that don't know, um She's a horsey gal. He, I'm one of those weird horse bitches. Uh, <laughs> uh, I've got yeah, two dogs. Yeah, very I've strong got strong horse girl energy. <laughs> I don't know whether to take that as a compliment or an insult, but I'm cool with yes, whatever. The answer is. <laughs> um, I've got dogs. I've got chickens. You know, I. <laughs> And yeah, and I've got a horse. I've I've ridden them for most of my life. And like I was telling X before the show, they are half ten toddlers. Um, <laughs> I got out there uh, to switch out uh, the blanket my mare was wearing. I got out there, and there was a giant gaping hole right over her ass where one of the other horses had bitten it and torn it. And so now if I can't patch it, that is now a over $100 blanket I need to get her. 
Um, and to get out there, I slogged with her heavier blanket through um, calf deep mud uh, to go and get her and throw that blanket on her. And she had also rolled in the mud uh, after tearing said blanket. <laughs> so, um, so just FYI, uh, horse free to good home. Or bad one. I really don't give a shit at this point. <laughs> so essentially, your horse did the equivalent of uh, uh, the fuck your couch, Charlie Murphy. <laughs> fuck your couch, dude. I'm not even fucking joking. They they do not give a shit about the, blankets the- or anything you put on them. Where you're like, please for the like in in sp- in uh, spring and summer when the flies are out and you put fly masks on them. And please, for the love of God, we are not fucking blindfolding them. They can see out of it. I can, I've put it over my own eyeballs. I can see. I can it's see mesh. out of it. What the fuck is wrong yes. with people? So. Oh no, dude! I have had people <sighs> online and in person accost me angrily about why why do you horse people blindfold your horses? I'm like, <laughs> what? Oh, I'm and they're so like, happy. yeah, those things so, you put so over they their eyes. I'm like, your ass. How about that? I'm so glad and, this is a, a spe- specific group of people I've never had to deal with. Oh, dude, I'm telling you, I've had <laughs> oh, some wild ass uh, conversations with non-horse people who just don't get certain things. And it's like, do you, you know, first off, I'm not a fucking monster. I love my animals no matter what. But also <laughs> from a purely utilitarian financial point of view, I spend far too much money on that half ton of fur and fucking just attitude. hubris. <laughs> yeah, attitude and hubris. <laughs> Her board each month is more than my car payment. She's shot on the front. She gets shoes on her front. Every six weeks, those get need to either be reset or completely... Oh yeah, the fucking farrier's not cheap, man. <laughs> And our farrier is cool as hell. I, I love him. He does a great job. Then you got the vet. You've got all this bullshit. And I adore her. I absolutely love her. I, I would bend over backwards or pay any amount of money for her. But there is no way I would ever fucking mistreat her. One, because I love her. And two, that would be even more fucking expensive. <laughs> I'm just happy that I could say that word. Because most people would be like, farrier? Are they selling oh, yeah. fur? You know? <laughs> Actually, I'm thrilled that you know what that is because I've talked with multiple people who <laughs> I think, oh, yeah, the farrier was yeah. out this week and they go, what? What? I'm like, the person who does her feet, Jesus Christ. That was the entire like story arc on Archer. I love that. But um, <laughs> so let, let's 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 lo- lean over to Red. Red, what have you been up to this week? Anything interesting going on for you? And how's your horse? How's your horse? <laughs> <laughs> how's the horse you rode in on? Well, fuck you and that one. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But also, how is it? Oh, no, he's muted. I I can hear see him talk. Uh talk. Let me uh, make sure that he can unmute himself here real quick. Oh, yeah. He just put something in chat. Yeah. Yeah. I I had to mute it because someone my roommate was knocking on the door and then uh, I couldn't. Goddamn roommates. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, no, not uh, a little over a week ago. I'm wait, I had an interview uh, for a promotion, so I'm waiting on uh, the word on that. So hopefully I get that before uh, Christmas comes. Nice. Yeah. 
otherwise otherwise uh, the big thing this week is just trying to get uh some uh the scripted video i'm working on done in a timely manner which is not never too easy for me uh, i got yeah. a busy enough schedule that and then doing any kind of the animation stuff is uh on top of it for the scripted videos takes time and there's just days i'm not in the mood for doing anything and then cyberpunk came out and so it's like well there there goes my free time yeah i'm looking at the clock and i'm counting down the minutes i'm like uh, uh let's see it's almost midnight i could probably get another hour of that game in i, I should probably yeah. do that uh, i'm too tired and buzzed for more tonight unfortunately or i would like you know i i reached into the fridge about halfway through this and i'm like okay i have one more hard seltzer no, I don't. I've drank a whole twelve pack tonight, guys. It's uh not apparent, but I'm just trying to say it's like it's it's one of those things where you didn't realize you you did that thing until it's already done. And you're like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. God, when, you get, when you get whatever's too too easy going down and by the end a couple hours later it's all gone. Yeah. And so I, I've had two mixed drinks. Holy crap. I need to get on your level. <laughs> I mean, they're only five percent, like for twelve ounces. It's, it's not much, you know. Okay, I'm drinking something that's uh, the Kraken Rum's ninety four proof. So, Kyle, okay. that's the second yeah. time you stroke this bottle this episode. What What do you have there? <laughs> oh, it's it, it's a delicious bottle of Angel's Envy. I've never heard of that before. Oh, it's 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 just a it's just a good bourbon. Have you ever tried a uh, screwball whiskey? Yes. Oh, dude, I got that for uh, I actually got that for my mom last uh, Christmas and it, you know, I've tried different flavored. I've tried whiskeys in general yeah, and most, it most flavors. straight up. Uh, yeah. It's a uh, X. If you don't know what it is, it's no, a it's, uh, peanut butter flavored yeah. whiskey. Mm-hmm. Oh, so Porter's makes a, a peanut butter flavored as well. Yeah. So but uh, it tastes, Porter's it's is a food. local Utah brand that we have out here. It's uh, Utah's own distillery. And yeah. For us being a very Mormon state, we have a lot of alcohol producers in the state. So, well, and a lot of very, very good ones. Yeah, I don't know. It kind of makes sense to me. Okay, so you know Jägermeister, right? Every, oh, everybody God. knows what Jägermeister is. Yeah, we make a Badly. liqueur here in Utah. It's an herbal liqueur called Underground, and it's produced by uh, Utah's own, and it is higher proof, and it tastes so much better than jägermeister you know it's it's called underground it's really good everybody should check it out but uh okay so now that i've got to you guys let's see what have i been up to this week um god i've been doing a lot more outcast x stuff and uh it's coming through very well i'm at like 300 and something subscribers which is pretty fucking good for like three weeks of hard effort you know that's that's good um I figured out how to make internet work in the new studio so I can do oh, live streams. Yeah. So I did one of those this week, but I, it was no bells and whistles. It was on this fucking old Mac laptop that I have here, which is not optimal. So I'm going to be going into even further credit card debt, probably here pretty <laughs> soon to make it. So we have some good equipment for the studio. Visit our Patreon. Yeah. Visit the Patreon to, to help us out, make us uh, so we don't have to be so much in debt. I'm joking mainly because the patrons are are already paying for the studio and everything else. But it's a uh, we do need to have a live stream where we uh, 
fundraise. <laughs> Jeez, I give you guys a dollar a month. How is that not God, enough? Dollar. Freaking needy yeah. motherfuckers. So is this a studio in like the garage or something, or is it? Uh, no, we we act, and... I actually have a an a office area of a warehouse that we now have. So it's about nice. two hundred plus square feet of floor space, and it's got its own bathroom and everything. So it's it's kind of nice. It's it's uh, I I enjoy going there every day that I possibly can, but I'm also very much a homebody kind of guy. So I'm I'm hanging out at home a lot of the time, and it's trying to get stuff done. I've been doing since we got the strike here on YouTube this past week. I have been going into the office and recording a lot more stuff for Outcast X. Uh, that's only because I, I don't, I didn't have anything this week that I needed to put out or record or edit or anything like that. So I had time to do the other stuff. So Jesus Christ, recording the, the book of Mormon and the, um, what, what did I do? The, uh, the chick track this week. I have oh, never, yes, I saw that. I have never edited a video harder than I have with those ones because it's like, <laughs> Putting text up on screen and then coming mm-hmm. back to me and then text back up on screen and stuff. And it's just, I have never had to put so many cuts and clips into a fucking video and I have in my entire life. And, you know, trimming out like a, a second or two of like audio blankness where nothing's going on. It doesn't yeah, mean man. much to most That's people hard. out there. It'd be like, oh, it's not a big deal. But like when it comes oh, no. to YouTube and people's like uh, interactions with the show can be measured in nanoseconds you know (laughs) you need to make sure that you like you have as much attention as you possibly can so uh, yeah yeah it's it's weird that i have a show here utah outcast that is also a a podcast which is actually faring quietly what quite well according to my standards as long as you have more than five people listening to it it's a fucking success but uh Last last metric I looked at, we had like a thousand people listening to this every week, which is fucking bravo. Thank you for listening. And we have seven times as many people looking at this stuff on YouTube. So thank you for that. Um, But I'm going long winded on a lot of stuff that probably doesn't matter to most people out there. But we need to go ahead and uh, jump to that section where we say that, hey, uh, Enjoy the episode coming up for you this week. Uh, we have a lot to talk about. It's going to be a good show. And we're going to jump you off to the first commercial break. But uh, when we come back, it'll be their first clip. And this is the Utah Outcast. We'll catch you in a minute. Hi, I'm Amy with a Y, and I live in Minnesota. And I'm Amy with an I, and I live in Texas. And we're the hosts of Secular Soup, where each week we offer up a bowl of real talk about atheism, feminism, politics, parenting, and whatever else we want to talk about because it's our podcast. Just listen to what these random dudes are saying about our show. They used to have that cartoon, Daria. This is what would happen if Daria and Jane grew up and started a podcast. So if you like extremely foul-mouthed ladies with opinions, this is the podcast for you. You can find us wherever fine podcasts are sold and you can join us on all the social medias just search for secular soup podcast in the google machine take it from your old friend eli bosnick grab a bowl and taste the magic slurp even this i am too smart i am too smart i am too smart i am too smart smrt greg Locke is uh the the focus of our ire this week um i mean right now i should say uh last week Christian hate pastor uh, Greg Locke tweeted on CNN 
or sorry, tweeted about CNN saying that they were going to do a hit piece on him. And that's conservative Christian speak for they ask me normal questions that they, they hoped I would answer truthfully, you know, apparently. Uh, this comes from him at Meta at the Friendly Atheist blog. And so what happened is that when Locke was talking with CNN, uh, he was asking he was asked by reporter L. Reeve, who, if you watched her following Chris Cantwell around during like the uh, what the hell was it? it was the 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 protest in Charlottesville. That was the reporter that was having the interviews with him. Yeah. And so she had an interview with uh, Greg Locke. And mm-hmm. why doesn't he care about like COVID and stuff like that? Anyway, it boils down to a an exchange between the two of them where he says uh, Locke denied that he was in the midst of a pandemic and Reeve asked him to explain himself. And he said, I'm saying the sickness is real. I'm saying the pandemic is not. OK, so first of all, that's that's bonkers, well, that's man. <laughs> nonsense. OK, it's uh, crazy. And then she replies back saying. I, I don't understand when you say, quote, the pandemic's not real, unquote. And it was a really, I watched this video, it was like a terse, like four minute interview that she had with this guy. Mm-hmm. And he goes, the pandemic's not real. And she asks, what do you think a pandemic is? And he goes, not, not COVID-19. I mean, the, the dictionary, like, Definition of pandemic is an infection that makes its way across multiple continents, right? Is yeah, it's, that's yeah, it's the a generic epidemic. Yeah, it's not not a complicated <laughs> thing. Yeah, and so so she says, "Well, what do you, what do you think a pandemic is?" And he goes, "It's no pandemic." And then a publicist from off screen says, "I think we've stuck on the pandemic question too many times." So he has his own publicist that's trying to get <laughs> this to move on from the thing and just i i found it fascinating watching this like not only do you you can't back up what you're saying you have to have a person in the wings saying let's move on you know yeah well greg needs that person in the wings saying it a lot more <laughs> right than what they're doing <laughs> and so she says well why can't you answer it and he goes look it's ridiculous i did there's no pandemic COVID-19 is not a pandemic. And then she just repl- she keeps badgering him because she's a good investigative journalist. She says, but yeah. what would a pandemic, but, I mean, but what is a pandemic then? And he goes, not what we're experiencing. I'm 44 years old. We've not had one in my lifetime, so I don't know. And this is not it. You've had several pandemics in your lifetime, Greg. Multiple yeah. pandemics. Yeah. Pretty much every couple of years, there's a pandemic, and there's a lot of fear about some of that stuff. Now, it, we haven't had anything hit us quite as hard as COVID has, um, right? Yeah, here pandemics. in the U.S. specifically, but around the world, there's been pandemics that we've been worried about. Right? But but well, they're they're, they're pretty common. In fact, and I'm pretty sure uh, there's there's usually one every year, right? Yeah. But with him being 44 years old. And uh, that means he was around during the AIDS pandemic. You know? Yeah. The yeah. one that he likes to constantly go to is, you know, there right. was a, it was a, uh, it was a, what is it? A retribution from God on all those people that like to, you mm-hmm. know, are into sodomy, big sodomy fans, you know? 
Mm-hmm. If we really do cause issues like that, why have why have they not weaponized us yet? That's my question. <laughs> you could just send a bunch of gay people to a country you don't like, and then hurricanes, plague, tornadoes. <laughs> oh, come on! Have you have you ever tried to get gay people to go like do something organized like that? You know what? You, you, you absolutely tell, you have te- a point. You tell a you tell a bunch of gays to go to another country. And that ninety percent of them are just going to optionally go. No, well, I mean, it depends what oh. you're asking them to do, though. I'm like, what is the end result? <laughs> it doesn't matter. They don't want to do it because you asked them to. <laughs> what I don't get I- is that you can tell there he, he's just going to say whatever it takes to make his point. There's no underlying, <laughs> you know, process to it. It's just. This right. is what I think. Well, he's got to maintain that it's a hoax, like he said earlier in the year. Yeah. yeah. Right. So he's got to maintain that. But I love when they always say, like, you know, hurricanes are because of the gays and stuff. Well, when's the last hurricane that's hit San Francisco? Like, exactly. <laughs> it, it hits all the, it hits the Bible Belt, right? What about hurricanes East keep LA? hitting there? So it's like, uh, God, ha- God hates the gays, but he's going to punish uh, the Christians in the Bible Belt. Yeah, what was that? Oh, what was sense. that crazy windstorm that we had that hit like the Midwest this year? The mm-hmm. uh, was it Daruch? What the fuck they call that thing? It was a. I I, I don't. I can't remember. remember, dude. So much shit has happened this year. I can't. Even <laughs> I know. Remember. There's some stuff I've seen that that, uh, that comes up. Uh, like we're getting to. I watch a lot of like music reviewers and stuff like that. We're coming up to, um, and all all sorts of other like year end list for all sorts of content stuff and they're bringing stuff up it's mm-hmm. like that was 2020 i swear that was three years ago why is this coming <laughs> yeah. up now the end of the year this has been one long miserable year mm-hmm. long year because we we've had you know animal crossing came out only like nine months ago or like eight months oh, ago or something like that yeah. it feels like it's two years old i bought it just as it came out <laughs> How the fuck has it not been out for like two or three years? And I've already given up on it. That tells me that like that's usually something that's like two years for an Animal Crossing. But no, no, that was this year. God damn. (laughs) So uh, according to the article says, I don't know. And this is not it is a perfect encapsulation of the MAGA cult in action. They hate something that they don't (laughs) understand. Locke doesn't know what a pandemic is, but he's absolutely certain that the thing he can't explain isn't happening. Oh, by the way, he refuses to take a vaccine for it. That was another thing that was in the video. Are you going to are you going to take the vaccine? He's like, no. And the lady's like, are you going to tell people in your church not to take it? And he's like, well, I'm just going to leave it up to them, but I'm not going to take it. So. What makes you think that, oh, OK, yeah, he's he's they're not going to take it either. And the people in the video, like it, it zoomed in and multiple times on people open carrying in this guy's church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they are. I I find the irony it's, of that just fucking delicious where you feel like you need to carry a gun into God's house. You know, it's like this is the house of God. He'll protect us from everything and anything. Not really. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I've never understood no, that. It, the most religious people carry guns. I don't understand why they look both ways before they cross the street, but there you are. <laughs> Well, we had a little bit of a talk on um, the patron show this week about uh, uh, David Prowse playing the green crossing guard guy, whatever the hell that was that was in on BBC. I watched a couple of the commercials. Yeah. 
But those kids on the commercials were crossing just wherever the hell they wanted in the street. There was no crosswalk. Like, and it was just teaching kids how to cross the street safely. And I'm like, that's not how we do things in America. You have to go at a designated spot. Otherwise, you go to hell or something. <laughs> but anyway, the uh, Greg Locke was talking during this whole thing. And um, uh, he brought up the. Uh, what was the he was talking about? He's not going to take the vaccine for it. We know that part. But he said that uh, in his church, the reason because when they showed it, it was like a tent revival kind of thing. They were doing it outside. And he, they said that uh, he's like, I don't even do this tent revival because of covid restrictions. It's totally because of covid restrictions, because you can do it outside. <laughs> but it, it, it's also he said, because we've had so many more people come into our church, we have to do it outside now. It's just like. No, no, that's not true at all. No. I don't I don't believe that. Yeah. <laughs> so Reeve was right to follow him up repeatedly for all his bluster. Locke doesn't have the goods to back anything up. He's too ignorant to know what he's talking about, but he knows that if he speaks loudly and confidently then in and in like and in all caps on Twitter, his followers will be gullible enough to think that he's some sort of religious leader when he's really mm -hmm. just a con artist leading people to their doom. Mm -hmm. So if you say it loud and often enough, people are going to fucking buy it. Eventually. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I can't stand this guy. Uh, I thought he was still in was Arizona. I, I thought he was the one that he was the one that got tased, wasn't he? I was just about to bring that up because I love that tase clip. What? <laughs> oh, wasn't I, wasn't that Steven Anderson, though? Oh, you're right. That was yeah, Steven Anderson. Anderson's Arizona. Um, what's, uh, yeah, he's North Carolina or South Carolina. Yeah, see, I, mean, I, mean, okay, I, I get them confused yeah, I mean, I mean, regularly. To be, to be, to be fair, <laughs> most most of these guys are completely interchangeable. Yeah, I mean, they honestly are just a, a cookie cutter parody at this point. I mean, it's kind of yeah. sad, honestly. Which is, which is kind of uh, funny for you know I I don't know if you guys have heard any of the history and stuff on what the evangelical churches used to think on things like uh, abortion. And stuff. Have you seen any of that kind of history? Yeah, because oh, they, they used to they be didn't cool have, with it. They didn't have a problem. Yeah, it used with to be it. mixed, and they'd be okay with it. Yeah, and so because some of the leaders, like the Falwells and stuff, who tried to start segregationist schools that uh, they could keep blacks out of in the '60s and early '70s, there was a Supreme Court case or whatever that threatened it. They basically mm -hmm. threw their weight weight behind um, trying to get uh, the rest of the evangelicals to band together with them to go against this mm -hmm. stuff so they, they they went around to all the different leaders and preached that down to the uh um congregants and that's why we have what we have today with the evangelical church because they weren't happy with um carter getting the evangelical vote putting him in office in the mid-70s oh my god jimmy carter is such a <laughs> lovely lovable human being of a president that he probably should never have gone for that office <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm not saying that everything that he did was right because there's no president that does everything right. And anybody who tells you no, otherwise is lying to you. But the thing yeah. is, like, he did the he did what he best could to get into that office. He divested his fucking peanut farm that he had. And he spent the time after his presidency, after lose he lost that at a at the four year mark. Right. He, he didn't get a second yeah. term. So, yeah, yeah he lost he, to Reagan in 1980. He's still alive. Yeah, yep. still kicking. And he, had, he had that scare with working. cancer about a year and a half a year ago or something I mean, like that. He just, he, I mean, seriously, he's impressive. And, and yeah, 
absolutely no human is is perfect and i actually personally i can't stand when people put anybody especially political leaders up on a on a pedestal we should be comfortable and free to criticize them on anything and everything but because there are employees a, as a taxpayer you know <laughs> well yeah and as soon as you become like a fanboy or a fangirl or a fan non-binary you know i, I want to you know a fan person a fan person yeah, yeah. Fan person it's like for my guys gals and non-binary pals i want to you know make sure everybody but you know, quit quit being such a slobbering fan that you can't criticize them because that's when you get these loons that look at people like that and are like, oh, no, 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 no. It, it's all cool what they're doing. And it's like, no, it's fucking not. No, well, and they, they'll idolize them and cut out everything they don't like about them, right? Like, yeah, I love. Ah, so Trump. I love. <laughs> yeah, I love the uh, conservatives that were complaining about the, the rioting and property destruction and stuff this summer turn around and got upset with like Jefferson's statue being pulled down and it's like you do understand that Jefferson um, bemoaned uh, the fact that there wouldn't be like a revolution every 20 years that it, that there should be every generation you know the blood of what is the blood of patriots and tyrants I need to uh, the blood of tyrants the, 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 the tree yeah. of something is fed the tree by of the liberty of, yeah. yeah 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 that bill they they ignore that bit and like you know they're perfectly fine with it or they'll talk about like um you know they'll talk about like the Boston Tea Party and um what our uh, forefathers did uh, peacefully is like this was something oh really limited in scope they only threw it away and they paid back for the broken padlock and that was it's like they vandalized people that wouldn't join the they vandalized businesses that wouldn't join the boycott they tarred and feathered their enemies like they were very violent about it getting was this property stuff done. destruction yeah plenty yeah. of property destruction beyond that like um. No, you know, like smear feces all over like uh, windows and stuff of uh, uh, businesses that wouldn't join the boycotts. They did all sorts of that stuff, and they were kind of uh, ashamed of doing that stuff. And it only became a legend, you know, like near the, the death of those guys in like the 1830s. Yeah, you know, the last couple of the Boston Tea Party years were still alive. Kind of wrote their own myth and legend about it. Yeah, why can't uh, Lin Manuel Miranda make a fucking Boston Tea Party <laughs> instead of the boring ass alexander hamilton that we got we don't care where you catch the show whether it be itunes overcast iHeartRadio, stitcher spreaker or hell even youtube if you enjoy the show even the slightest amount all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe like or share us with your friends without word of mouth we'd have never become the show that we are today you know another really good business teeny tiny baby coffins you can get them in frog green fire engine red Really, the antibodies in Yummy Mummy only protect the kid for six months, which is why these companies think they can gouge you. They think that you'll spend whatever they ask to keep your kid alive. Want to change things? Prove them wrong. A few hundred parents like you decide they'd rather let their kid die than cough up 40 bucks for a vaccination. Believe me, prices will drop really fast. I don't know if you guys know who uh, Deanna Lorraine is. Uh, does that name ring a bell with anybody? Well, she's uh she's one of Alex Jones's like newest best people that she has he has on the show. You know how he has like uh I was gonna say Vern Troyer, but that's not it's Owen Troyer is the guy that he has on the show all the time. But uh Deanna Lorraine is like um it's essentially like it, it's this token lady that he can bring on to talk about stuff. And she's gonna be talking about the uh COVID nineteen vaccine and how she won't even take it 
if even if Jesus was here and he took it. Christians, yo. Christians say that they would not do the same thing Jesus would do. Because Well, that's the word that's clear. That's <laughs> I mean, yeah, we know that already, but yeah. it's it's still shocking to me that like uh you'll hear about it. Here we go. Oh, I forgot it's gonna take a couple of seconds here. I don't want to have to edit all this out, so I'm just going to talk for about two more seconds. And here we go. President Trump, too, which I also don't like about it. But apparently Donald Trump just said he's willing to take the vaccine also live on TV. He said he's also willing to take it. The COVID-19 vaccine live on on TV. Because past presidents have come forward and said, if you need us to show like an event of solidarity, uh, we'll come forward and do the vaccines on on air so that people will feel better about taking them because unfortunately yeah. we're living in a fucking hellhole of a country right now where vaccinations are considered quackery and you know taking pills that have memory water in them are a thing. A we thing. also have <laughs> we we also we also have a president that has completely undermined the 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 faith you know faith anybody would would have in in a in a vaccine i mean even the approval even the even the fda approval that that pfizer just got just now that he just said now just now approve it or i'm gonna fire your ass right yeah. so they approved it which they probably would have they anyway. were going to they were going to anyway but now everybody is like well fuck did they approve it because of the threat or because it's safe I mean, most salient human beings would be like, okay, well, okay, the, the UK has it now, Canada has it. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. most people would be like, okay, great. Mm -hmm. Those countries check that off of all of their list of things they need to go right. through. But, but it's also but it's also 2020 and uh we don't trust shit anymore. Yeah, sp yeah. specifically my wife. Let's just talk about that for a second. Who's to say that this vaccine's been tested enough? Who's to say if it's safe? And I'm like, science. It yeah. is. Doctors. It happened so fast because all of a sudden grant money was no object. It was, right. let's, come on, let's hurry up and, and get and this then, done. And then Usually the, it's tied up been, in been... years of grant begging. <laughs> well, and this, these vaccines, they've been testing for at least 10 months now. Right. And so it, it, I'm not specifically <laughs> talking about my wife here, but I'm talking about people that have opinions that differ from yeah. doctors. Mm -hmm. Where they start bringing up stuff, and I'm like, I'm I'm sorry, Mr. Smith, I didn't realize that you had a PhD after your name. I uh, oh, are God. are you an expert in that field of uh, virology, or are you an expert on immunology? Are are you? Do you have any kind of clue about what vaccines do? Well, yeah, I'm just afraid I'm going to catch the symptoms of it. And I'm like, the symptoms are the least of your worries. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. If you're an expert in it, you're biased. Yeah. So tired. And I, and I so can look. Tired. <laughs> and they can look on and say, "Oh, uh, the COVID nineteen has a ninety nine percent survivor, and the vaccine's only ninety five percent effective. So therefore, I, why am I going to take this vaccine?" I'm like, "That's not how that works at all." How about you multiply those math. percentages? You know. <laughs> yeah, and that and that ignores. Um, even surviving the virus, some of the long or what looks Fucking like are going to be long term effects, effects right? So, I, you have everything from like cognitive decline, erectile dysfunction, lung um, issues. If they, if they had just come yeah, out, yeah, lung, they, like worse, worse, uh, 
um, blood clots. cases of pneumonia uh, and stuff like that. Yeah. So there's so many long-term negative effects or what appears to be this way in the short time that the disease has been around that we study. Yeah. You'd think the erectile just... dysfunction would scare enough. Exactly. Of them. You, you would think so. <laughs> if that had been, if that had been news like nine months ago, if you, the if... safety of your own dick is not enough to get you to do it, then I don't, I can't help you. Yeah. They should have well, led I mean, with I, that. Is what I think we're all trying to say here. Is they yeah, should have led. I I lead with that at work when <laughs> some of the the goofies try to talk about. Uh, uh, oh, you're gonna take the vaccine? I say, yeah. I don't want erectile dysfunction. Yeah, no, you know, wait, but then what? I'm talking to like 50 year olds that probably have ED already. The, the The ad campaign writes itself. Mask up if you want to get it up. Yeah. <laughs> Where's that billboard? Come on. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, we have more Deanna Lorraine, but I just I find it funny that so many people want to fight about this whole thing. And I I have I have told my spouse, I'm like, when the vaccine's available, we're getting it. And she's like, I don't know, I don't know if that's nope, no, we're getting it. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, why should like we're getting we're getting the vaccine because I want <laughs> life to get back to a normal. And if that's if that's what it takes is just me getting a little tiny yeah. jab in my arm, I'm going to fucking get it done because I'm so tired of this. I'm so tired of all the shit that we're having to go through. Oh, I hope it's I hope it's like one of those brutal needles and and Trump does get it on live television. I didn't I didn't say okay to that. I don't want that one. <laughs> I, I just I, I was you know one of these like fuck off needles but, but you know what i've been okay with it oh, even if fine. they injected me with a whole fucking fetus you know i was okay with the vaccination to begin with you know yeah like we have to inject a aborted child into your arm fucking do it i'm there for it bring it on you know <laughs> has it been tested is it safe okay go for it, is it welcome safe? to being a woman x <laughs> Well, except that one's going to be just absorbed by my body, unlike you guys, where it's just like you have to carry it and have all your entire eating, shitting, and peeing things ruined for the rest of your lives. Just, just uh, God. Just wait, I, hats have, off to have, women for having children because fuck, if men had to have children, oh my God. Could you imagine the fucking laws that would be passed that like everybody would get an abortion that doesn't have a certain like level of income or anything? The human race would have died out a long time ago. No offense. <sighs> no, there there would be there would be abortion trucks. And they give you a taco as, at the they end. Would be, yeah, they'd be as prevalent as taco trucks. They'd be combination. <laughs> you would have you would have your 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 Pizza Hut Taco Bell abortion shop. Could you could you come up with a name quickly of what the combo abortion taco truck would be? <laughs> Nacho baby. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think there was an SNL skit saying that if men could get pregnant, uh, birth control would come in flavors like Cool Ranch and barbecue. I do love me some Cool Ranch Doritos, though. <laughs> oh, so it's good. good, man. Those are good. Uh, okay, holy shit, we need to move on to Deanna Lorraine, sorry. Yeah, let's And again, you know, talking. I don't like this. You know, Trump, <laughs> probably 80% of your base does not want that vaccine. They are not willing to take a foreign rushed substance and jab it into our arms. I don't care who takes it. I don't care if Jesus takes it. I'm not taking the vaccine. And it's weird. 
And, and it, it makes me feel uncomfortable that President Trump is jumping on the bandwagon with Obama and the Clintons and Bill Gates and now Fauci and Cuomo saying they're going to take this live on TV. We <laughs> so we didn't we didn't get the microchip conspiracy yet with that. And not, not yet. There's That's still like another yet, yet. 30 <laughs> something seconds. Sure. But. Dunking will, on Jesus to own the libs. And just look and, and looking up Deanna Lorraine to make sure it was she ran she ran for Nancy Pelosi's seat. Oh, that's who that is. That's uh-huh. right. Yeah, I I I know her only from listening to uh, the wonderful gentleman at Knowledge Fight that they they listen to every Alex Jones episode and they dissect it. So <laughs> bravo to you guys that are willing to do that. At least at least you have a a, a somebody they have in your sights the entire time instead of like us where it's just a potpourri of you know evangelicals that we, we talk about <laughs> yeah so. oh my god okay so if jesus said if you're a christian and the godhead of your christianity you know the literal human embodiment of the godhead you know not not god not the holy spirit but the actual flesh incarnate jesus came to you and said i wish to get a vaccine i think you should have one too you're going to be like nope happen. Well, I mean, if Jesus, as described in the Bible, came back today, um, <laughs> evangelicals wouldn't accept him as Jesus anyways. Oh, no. I believe it. No, no, because we've been that's been whitewashed Jesus for so many years. <laughs> if Jesus came back right now, he'd get shot by he'd the fucking communist. Love it. <laughs> Oh, man, he God damn it. OK, I'm going to let her finish what she's going to say. Yeah, we don't care. In fact, you know, the more you guys do this weird, desperate attempt to try to convince us that the vaccine is safe, that was rushed at warp speed, the more uneasy I feel with the vaccine. I don't care if President Trump. So if President Trump, if you're smart, if you don't want to lose your base of support, please don't keep j- jumping on this vaccine bandwagon and saying you're going to uh, join these clowns and take the vaccine live on TV, please. <laughs> okay so uh hand, handing her just just the grain of n- you're not wrong no nope. um kyle no nope. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you finish but just, it nope. does <laughs> a lot of what a lot of what was done and then i i touched on it earlier uh, a lot of what trump has done has undermined public confidence in this vaccine had he not done the the warp speed the operation warp speed which did but fuck all the Pfizer vaccine didn't take that money they they only paid well, okay. for doses so, of it you know well, no, they didn't no, pay they, for so, the okay so so <laughs> the warp speed the operation warp speed thing all that really did was change how they did the testing so instead of doing uh a, a one batch of testing and then another batch of testing and then the, you know, phase one, two, three, they did them all at the same time. That was pretty much all that did. It sped up the testing process. Yeah. But the way, the way he talked about it and the way he, it completely shattered everybody's faith and it drove, it drove the, the production companies crazy. It drove the researchers crazy. It, it completely killed the confidence. So, mm-hmm. yeah, giving her that one tiny little rice grain of, look, <laughs> you're right, that that he killed that public confidence, but he didn't kill it so much 
that ev- that nobody's willing to take it because everybody else everybody is like yeah we want it is it safe okay did somebody other than him say it's safe yeah, okay fauci <laughs> and then all, all of a sudden it's like oh well we don't believe that either you know <laughs> yeah oh poor <laughs> fauci man he's been in uh the public for what six administrations i think he's been around for like 30 yeah. years yeah and he's you know <laughs> he's got to have security details now because he's getting death threats from the trumpers yeah <sighs> and what people don't understand is that research like this there's bureaucracy there's grants there's people who mm-hmm. are fighting tooth and nail not to put grant money into certain things and the scientists are on the other end going no please for the love of god fund this and what right. we're seeing is all of a sudden we're seeing something that a bunch of rich people care about and now money has become no object right. so that's why we're seeing it go like that and then all of a sudden now that's become a narrative of oh no 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 this is too fast this is bad and oh, this yeah is, yeah it's no. too fast this is how it should work. Well, the and, fucked and up just, thing is, is that fucking Giuliani said this week, this week when he got test, he got tested positive and started, he got admitted to the hospital the day of that test that got fucking positive, and he got started on treatment. Say he even said that if I wasn't a celebrity, I wouldn't have access to these treatments. People, there should be riots. There should be shit getting burned down. For the fact that we have a a series of rich people that are allowed to get treatments that every other American is not allowed to have, you know, but no, no, let's just let that slide because yeah, those celebrities deserve it more than the rest of us out there. Yeah, that's <laughs> fine. I'm cool with that. That's cool. Yeah, I'm just you know, God, God forbid if 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 these people, um, one if they found out about it and latched onto where these these vaccines originated because all of these all of these these drug companies that produced the vaccine they were able to produce it because the uh researcher in china that isolated the 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 genome sequence the genome yeah just released it publicly when Mm -hmm. when when they figured out what it was when once they yeah he caught holy hell from the yeah from china about that <laughs> he caught holy hell yeah he he lost his job <laughs> yeah no he put it he put it out there so thank you china well thank you this guy in china thank you scientist in china you know? yeah thank you scientist in china with a conscience <laughs> want to get in touch with the outcasts it's easy we're available on most social media platforms as utah outcasts we're on youtube reddit patreon stitcher spreaker well shit you name it uh, you can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. What's he saying? He says, kill me. Over and over again, kill me. Don't you have some message for him, Padre? You could at least tell him to put his faith in God, couldn't you? I'll pray for him for the rest of my days. But I will not risk testing his faith against your stupidity. This comes to us from AnswersInGenesis.org. And I'm not... No, fuck you guys. I'm not sorry. I'm not sorry at all. (laughs) Damn it, X. (laughs) Because he pops up in my timeline on, on... Not YouTube, but Facebook. Fairly often. 
I mean, sure, why not? I, I talk him. about him. He's not my friend, though, man. He just pops up as promoted stuff, you know. Like, you you subscribe to this page on, on YouTube. You should talk about this. I'm like, I don't really want to. Oh, fine, I guess I'll talk about it. How did you know I was a podcaster, Facebook? Seriously? <laughs> anyway, so the, the title of this one is Netherlands Allows Doctors to Euthanize Patients Without Consent. What? What? Nope. That's not how it works, man. Yeah, I'm not buying it. <laughs> so that the, if if that was true, the headline should read Netherlands doctors murder patients without consent. You know. Yeah, yeah. But that's, that's not how this is going. <laughs> so okay, first line here. I'll try to read it with with a bad Australian accent. What happens when a man becomes his own god? And that's the last line I'm going to read in Australian. So we're going to move on because I can just see the chat now. I'm not going to look at it because, goddammit, peanut gallery, I'm sorry. I did not mean for me to dismirch your entire nation. I did not mean for that, but it's Ken Ham. Uh, what happens when man becomes his own god is the question, the first line here. He's he always been his own god. Yeah, exactly. That, that, okay, that's more succinct. I was going to say, I'd be like, you get a race car shaped bed and a couple of million dollars. I, I don't, I don't, man, I don't know. You know, okay. So it's exactly what is described in this article uh, the devaluing of human life as certain individuals set themselves up as their own gods to decide who lives and who dies. It's called triage, man. You know? Yeah. Yeah. When you when people are easier to save and you can from casualties and you can it takes less time effort and you know stuff to have that happen you try to save the people that are easily saved versus the ones that are near impossible you know, yeah that's pretty, pretty a doctor's basic. prerogative when it comes yeah. to triage you know <laughs> so it's yeah, pretty basic for I feel like care. saying all humans are born sick and. You know, and if they don't repent, they die sick, and that some of us are so horrible we have to go for eternal torment. I don't know that that to me feels like more devalu uh, devaluing of human life than you know allowing someone who's suffering to you know die peacefully when my, they want. But you know, that's just me. My my biggest crime when it comes to the whole you know not crime. My whole problem is when you talk about a eternal punishment for a finite crime you know yeah that that part of the bible makes no sense to me you know uh, i shouldn't even say bible it's the the evangelical way of thinking you know yeah uh, that should make sense to anybody right so here's the article it says reporting on a sad court decision in the netherlands the article i linked to above states in other words we are heading towards a summary legal and formal execution what do they mean by this well doctors are now allowed to introduce a sedative without the knowledge of their patients and without their consent before euthanizing them if there is a risk the patient will become agitated at the moment of carrying out the action that should end his or her life in other words doctors are allowed to execute murder their patients and it is no longer necessary for the doctor to agree with the patient when or how euthanasia will be administered. So I'm going to go ahead and click the article here to find out what the hell they're yeah, talking about. Here. What it yeah. actually says. I couldn't follow what I was saying. Uh, okay, so the the article comes from 
fsspx.news, which is information and analysis on the life of the church. Let's see, in Netherlands, maybe the case. Let's see, in Tulip County, in fact, the protocol for patients with dementia or a similar condition has been significantly changed. From now on, it is no longer necessary for the doctor to agree with the patient when or how euthanasia will be administered. In other words, we're headed towards summary, legal, and formal execution. You're talking about people that have dementia or a similar condition such as dementia where the family needs them to... I, I, I kind of agree with this here because there's people that have dementia that sundown regularly and they don't know who they are, who anybody in their life is, and they're in constant pain from this whole thing. But uh, let's see. The... Let's see, this dates back to, uh, let's see, a practitioner named Marino Arens was, a, was convicted of murder after euthanizing a patient with advanced Alzheimer's disease. Uh, let's see. Quite simply, ended the days of his patient without her... Okay, so this person that they're talking about here was somebody that was convicted of murder after euthanizing a patient. Uh-huh. It's okay. not the standard. This is a specific yeah. case that you're talking about here. Okay, so the Supreme Court of the Netherlands last April decided to clear of all suspicion a doctor who had sedated his patient in order to eliminate her without her knowledge. Okay, so there's the Supreme Court cleared them of that. Um, I'm trying to read this here. Um, I know this is not exciting for you guys listening at home, but it's just... <laughs> Well, I mean, these are like basic research steps. Wait, what exactly was this? Oh, and I don't trust this website to begin with because it's a Catholic news site. <laughs> They're very much against euthanasia. For, for well, and the headline is already misleading, so. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, the sedative. Oh, hang on a second here. It, it's all this article is all over the place. Um. The president of the Dutch Euthanasia Review Commission, Jacob uh, Konstam, said that he welcomed the new protocol put in place in November 2020. At least doctors will have less to fear from justice. Uh, so they're talking about how if it's if it's the family's decision and the doctor's decision that they are circling the drain and they should be let go without. I I honestly am not one for you know letting people suffer for the rest of whatever time it is they have left on Earth, but... Yeah. I'm going to get back to the Ken Ham thing, because me jumping on this news article is just weird. So, uh, let's see. Uh, In our culture of death, Ken Ham says, many nations are following, are allowing fallible, finite human doctors to decide whether or not another human being has value. They're oh. not making value calls on their patients there, Ken. That's that's not what's going on at all. It's a it's a matter of survivability for the most part. And man, I hate this article. Uh, let's see. But <laughs> it, it's it's doctors that are. It sounds what it sounds like that doctors don't uh, now no longer have to fear being charged with murder for making. Uh, assessments about someone's uh quality of life right if they if they're in pain if they're uh you know if they they have advanced alzheimer's or, or dementia 
and they they can't they're not capable of making this that kind of call lucid decisions you know being able to state this kind of thing and maybe maybe say a person with advanced alzheimer's comes into uh, a moment of clarity lucidity like you play classical music for them and they were a ballroom dancer and they realize who they are at that time and they mm-hmm. go kill me you know or i would, i don't even want to be that maudlin about the whole thing it's like let me go or something like that Let, let's let's think yeah. of something more flowery if we want to talk about that where it's just like i'm in pain my entire life and please let let this husk of me go you know that kind of thing mm-hmm. yeah you know, it, it the very next day, probably. the very next day, that patient isn't going to have the same way of thinking about this whole thing. No. And to me, it's valuing human life even more by going, is this person suffering? Are they having uh, what kind of quality of life are they having? You know, on on a personal note, my my grandmother lived to almost 95 and in the past in the last several years of her life she had horrible dementia and she was terrified and and confused and in pain and i wish that we could have helped her to do something so she didn't suffer and wither away and i wanted to take that pain and that fear away from her but of course we didn't have that option no so, you know, my question is, I, I would love for this asshole to see what my family went through, what she went through and go, no, 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 no. You have to just let her suffer and wither away into nothing. Yep. We had a great grandfather on my side of the family that was going through Alzheimer's and dementia, and he was violent towards the staff, you know, because he. I mean, uh, how violent a 90-something-year-old man can be that has, like, no muscle mass and everything, but still, you can, it, it still can cause harm. If and it was terrible. an option at the time as the family for everybody to come forward and be like, as the executor of this person's estate and person that knows them best, say, he wouldn't want to live this way, I think we absolutely should have that right. And bless the Netherlands for allowing this this to happen because... Nobody should be subjected to, and at least in the in the fi- in the sunset years of your life, having thirty, twenty, depending on how long or how far along you are with these conditions, have the rest of your life be stuff that you don't remember, stuff that you don't know, and living in pain for the rest of your life. I, I don't get it. And this is just another notch in the uh, in the in in the bedpost for Ken Ham where he talks about this anti uh, euthanasia stuff that we have out there. I think that if somebody wishes and they can at that time to end their life, they should be allowed to do so. They should be, of of course, be uh, talked to by counselors and stuff at the time to know that this decision is a final decision and there's no way you can back out of this. And once it's going on, you can't stop this. But at the same time, if somebody doesn't wish to remain on this mortal coil anymore, there's no reason you should force them to do so. To yeah. do so is be, is torture, and it's mean, you know? To me, that's honoring and valuing a human life. And their wishes, you know? it's. I thought we cared about what other people thought about their, their own existence. I, I thought that's something that we cared about is as 
as humans, you know, I can't say as Americans particularly, but I always thought that you respect other people's wishes in their lifetimes. Should. The problem is they're putting their their faith and what they believe their God wants above what that person wants and what is probably best for them. I mean, yeah, I didn't even get to the the Jesusy parts of it here. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, I knew it was Jesus. coming. Sorry to jump <laughs> yeah. the gun. No, no, no. Uh, what, what, were you, what were you gonna What were you gonna say, Red? Oh no, I wasn't saying anything. Oh, okay. Sorry. It sounded like yeah. you were trying to jump in. Yeah. So he jumps to the Jesus C parts. He's like, listen to your father who gave you life and do not despise your mother when she is old. I, you shall stand up before the gray head and honor the face of an old man. Oh, I guess they're talking about uh, dude, gray hair. If the, so. if, if the head is, if the head is gray, there's something wrong. Yeah. That's not yeah. healthy. That's not the significant blood flow. Not cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Circulation is, is, is a problem. It is God who gives life and who takes it away, says in Job and Acts. We should not exalt ourselves as God and take the authority of life and death that belongs to God, the author of life, the creator and our judge. We do live in an evil generation, as scripture describes, as Ken Ham's article finishes off. Motherfucker. If if life is a gift, if you gave this to me, guess what? You don't get to dictate what I do with it. If you gave it to me, supposedly, this is mine to do with what I will. Yeah, because it's the worst gift that we never asked for. <laughs> yeah, it's the typical. I didn't ask to be born, I, not to be freaking. Yeah, I don't want to be nihilistic about the whole thing, but it's like I didn't ask to exist. But now that I'm here, you're gonna hear what I'm gonna fucking say. <laughs> Absolutely. What I find funny is that these are the same people that'll talk about, well, all the evils in the world are there because God allows free will, but then you can't exercise your free will. You know, when you decide to end your life. I find it funny. Yeah, that's his defense for evil and you can't have it. Yeah, you can exercise your free will, but only, you know, uh only only in this, you know, subset of of predetermined decisions like oh here are the things you're allowed to do. Mm-hmm. You don't freedom have to in a cage. Free well, you just you can you can choose just these these five things. That's it. Just these five things. So yeah, Ken Ham, <laughs> you, you're out of your. You, God, man, I just I, I I'm so done with this guy. I I don't have anything else to say to him because I have covered. Even on solo videos previously, where I was just like, "How how are you guys saying that suffering for people that are in pain is a thing that you should exalt?" I I don't get that, and so yeah, and, and just just stay the stay the like like the like the state did in the Netherlands. Yeah, uh, they should not be involved in medical decisions, and neither should you. I mean, ultimately, it should fall down between patient and doctor. Yep. Yeah. But in the case of people that are suffering from Alzheimer's or uh, severely demented in this case, it should fall down to the person that is speaking for the demented person, you know? Yeah. And in some cases, the only person who can is the doctor. Such as we saw in this case in... They yeah. must have had a significant amount of information 
because I can't find it from the clips that, or the articles that are listed here for this doctor to be cleared of all wrongdoing in a case of murder. There must have been something there from the patient or from the doctor themselves saying that it, this is something that was a mercy, you know. But, of course, we're not going to get the entire information, and I, I'm sorry to subject you all to me trying to fact-find through the entire video, but I, I thought there was something more to what Ken Ham was saying there, but it's just essentially there's him. Never, there's never yeah, there's, anything more. There's no, no. there there, so... Yeah. It's just surface level word salad and assertions. Yep. Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear, or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash Outcasts for more information. You can make up your own puzzles. That's not, it's not any more complicated than that. Just make up your own puzzles. Take a picture that you like from your stuff and cut it into pieces. Then you won't know how the heck to put it back together. And it's a homemade puzzle of yours. All right, folks, we have a uh, clip that came from uh, Right Wing Watch, and it's essentially about Michelle Bachman, uh, who's she's she's claiming that she'll never be a chump who accepts the Biden win. And she's at a conference, uh, a non social distance, non masked conference with David Barton. And David Barton's son, and who who knows who else is that is going to be on the stage here? Uh, warning: the volume is kind of loud for Michelle, and I'm going to try to make it work in post. But if it still comes to you guys sounding terrible, I'm sorry. I did as much as I possibly could. So here she is. From the political point of view, from the legal point of view, from the moral point of view, America is not on board with Joe Biden as the next president of the United States. I'm sorry, how many votes did he get over Trump? Seven million? Seven million plus, yeah. Some, you know. Something I, like that, yeah. give like or take. 80 million people. I, I, uh, mm -hmm. I, I, think, I, I think that is a mandate. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's not a, a massive one. I mean, it's pretty good, but it's not a... It's, it's about as... It's about, about four and half wider, points. it's about as wide a margin as there has been in political any history. Recent yeah. election. I don't know. It could all be fraud. I mean, it's all fake. None of this is happening. It ain't real. We're living in. <laughs> yeah. I would like it if the the rednecks would be like, "We're living in a simulation. There ain't no way this could be real. They're just how come we got speed of light constant that's you can't go faster than that is because the computer can't refresh the worlds that are you're going to come across 
Yeah. Just come in well, full uh, circle where the rednecks get existential on us. I, that's what I want to oh see. Oh my God. I would love a, ex, an yeah. existential redneck <laughs> channel. God, that would be so good. <laughs> well, then they have the, uh, um, you know, they tried to prove it was a simulation. I guess you could argue with the, the one in quadrillion chance. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. I, I read the, 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 the statistical analysis. <laughs> Less than one in a quadrillion chance of Biden winning or something. Winning one of those states. And because yeah. there's four of them, the states is like one in uh, one quadrillion to the what fourth, fifth power, something like that. Be like, do you guys not know how numbers work? <laughs> because no, they don't. No, of course they don't. There's not a quadrillion amount of anybody anywhere. You know, <laughs> that's God, that's so crazy. Uh, 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 Michelle Bachman, sorry. we're not there is because we're not that dumb in the united states <laughs> i mean you are that dumb uh, uh, you're saying I'm, this on a hot mic in front of a camera you are definitely indeed michelle bachman that dumb you are yeah. also the lady who ran for office saying i'm not a witch <laughs> <laughs> no that's not that wasn't oh that was her that was somebody else wasn't it that was somebody else yeah oh my god this, this, I'm glad this. I'm a transplant to Minnesota, so I don't have to be. I get get secondhand embarrassment. I don't have to be the firsthand people like live <laughs> there. Oh my god! It makes me want to Google who the witch lady was. <laughs> oh, I can't remember her name. I'm, I'm gonna Google it. You guys talk amongst yourself. I'm gonna bring this up. <laughs> With no, all the science is, denial no, in this, this country, is the, this is the fascinating part. There it is. The chat came through. Christine O'Donnell. Oh, okay. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. So, oh, it's good to have a peanut gallery. We can have them bring this stuff up. <laughs> let, I love let your the, patrons yeah, so much. Let the chat. Let the chat do the research. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it in. I don't give a shit. I'm just gonna leave this all in. There we go. So, uh, so what is Michelle Bachman mostly known for? I mean, besides being a stupid asshole, but uh, um, uh, politician. Gay husband from Minnesota, so or she, ran, she yeah. ran for president. Yeah, she ran for president as well. After that, yeah. Um, yeah. Her husband crazy. does uh, uh, a lot of the, I think, Christian schooling. I think initiatives yeah. that they push for in Minnesota. So he's yeah. really, really uh, hyper Christian. Yeah, and if I if I remember if I'm remembering it right, he was a uh, a, a gay conversion a conversion therapy guy. So he's a he's a a reformed gay. I think I could be completely wrong and and, and misremembering that, but yeah, that's that's what I remember about her. I thought I heard that same thing. Yeah, uh, I could be way sounds off. Sounds right to me. Marcus Bachman. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we can get deep in the uh, the Google hole here, but uh, I don't want to get into that. But uh, anyway, I'm, I'm going to let her speak some more because we got another minute and ten. Because we know without a shadow of a doubt, this man did not get the votes on election night. It didn't happen. Donald Trump got the votes on election night. You mean the president that won literally with Russian help in the 2016 election? There's no doubt about that. That was actually proven. Mm -hmm. Won outright in the 2020 election. Yeah. But I mean, Again, because I'd like to be way too generous. She's not entirely wrong. 
No, she's if wrong. You only look at, if you only look at the votes cast on election day. Well, no, no, no. Nothing else counts. Right. Nothing yeah. else counts. But yeah, you know, uh, mail-in ballots aren't a thing. You know, absentee ballots aren't a thing. Even though the military and lots of other people use mail-in ballots, you know, and they have, and they have since the Civil fucking War. You know, yeah. (laughs) Well, and then like uh, the the charitable charitability there is going a bit too far. She's talking about like, oh, well, they counted them after election night. They weren't there by election night. It's like, no, they were right. So the it was decided on election night. It just took a while to count everything up which happens every election cycle exactly when the republicans put in rules that you couldn't start counting the mail-ins in until some, yeah, in the some, polls closed so yeah. and yeah. all of a sudden and, they're uh, surprised that everything shifted to biden <laughs> what do you mean yeah. there's consequences for the rules we put in mm-hmm. yeah well and then um i've only seen one conservative talk uh, show thing talk about this that's been reasonable about what happened and pointed out, hey, don't tell your voters not to vote by mail. Apparently, I don't know if it's true or not. Um, who's the guy on Glenn Beck that does the fake, uh, or on the blaze that does the uh, 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 nightly comedy kind of thing routine uh, when making fun of people? Oh my God. What's his name? Oh yeah. shit, I don't remember. <laughs> but, anyways. Sh- I'm sure I was surprised know, it was coming from him. But. I was surprised. I surprised it came from him. But he, he's basically like, well, here in Florida, you know, that he won by a lot against what the polls said. Um, it was the only state that he pushed for mail-in voting for his uh, uh, voters. I don't know if that's true or not, but I mean, he and he was basically saying, well, I guess you know where you pushed where it voted, you won, and you didn't, you know, you said against it ever there, and you got your ass kicked in the mail votes, right? Is it because Tommy you Blaze to. that you're talking about? I don't think that's his name. He wor- he works on the Blaze. He does their, um, it's basically like a um a Conan or something like that kind of show. Really cringy, you know, right wing comedy that's not <laughs> funny at all. Um, because they can't comedy. Yeah, they can't. But remember, they're getting better at it, and we're getting scared. Sure, yeah. <laughs> okay, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> That's just delicious dead air right there. I'm just yeah. gonna leave that in. I, <laughs> I just killed comedy there. Thank you, thank you. Uh, let's let. It's uh, okay. It was already dead. Yeah, uh, especially if it's coming from the blaze. It's dead on arrival. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay, Michelle Bachman. What are you gonna say? Stop. He's already dead. Stop. Stop. <laughs> so why would we be like drones, chumps, and fools to go along with this? When the clock was striking 11.59 and 59 seconds on the 400th anniversary of this gift of God to the world, this idea of voting for the people and the laws that you live under that we take for granted. Wait, 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 400 fucking years? Yeah, that's good. Back the fuck up. What? 1620? Are they trying? Is she trying to reference the 1619 project? I don't um, think she's smart enough to. I, I don't mean to be that mu- that guy, but just it's Michelle fucking Bachman, man. <laughs> is this more proof the right can't handle math? I, I apparently and, they, and it's not I, magically like when the clock struck midnight when everybody was asleep. Joe Biden won the election. That's not how this works. I don't. 
No, what did she even say? What was she even climbing down the chimney with all the the ballots in his bag? What the fuck is happening? And the Grinch saw Cindy Lou Who. What she she just said made so little sense. Four hundred fucking years ago. (laughs) This is America. We don't do anything four hundred years plus. All right, here we go. That's exactly when Satan was snatching away from America, ruled by the consent of the governed. In other words. Stealing from us our right to vote. <laughs> That's nobody took that, away your fucking right to vote. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> Good God. Hey, I live in Utah, one of the reddest goddamn states in the fucking union. I was still allowed to vote. Yeah. And my vote I mean, was there counted. are red states where they do disenfranchise uh, minority voters and stuff as well. Oh, they disenfranchise oh, well, okay, the fuck out of, of yeah. voters here. Well, I mean, you just have to look at the fucking maps of, you know, congressional districts and you'll see. Yeah, <laughs> Dan Crenshaw's in Texas. Yeah, Utah's particularly bad, too, because they divide Salt Lake City, you know, the blue bastion of, yeah. of Utah. Into three different into, districts. Yeah, into three districts. Yeah. 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 They do the same thing in like Austin. It's like they got eight different representatives or something like that because they, they split Austin so like narrowly. Oh, it's ridiculous. The, the, mm-hmm. Utah is a microcosm of other red states. And it, it's fascinating. It's fascinating because I live here and uh, Salt Lake City is a vast lake of blue in yeah. a, a sea of red. And I love it, but at the same time, it's like it's it's maddening every single time. Okay, let's let Michelle finish up. I am highly offended, insulted, angry, and I'm not going to stand for the fact that my vote was stolen. You could check with How? your secretary of state and find yeah. out. How was your vote stolen? Because other people voted contrary to the way you did doesn't mean it was stolen. It's a one-to-one proposition here, Michelle. You vote your way. Let's just say, you know, path A. Somebody else in your state votes path B. Your guys' votes handshake in the middle. And they cancel each other out. Well, no, actually, they didn't get their way, so that means it oh. was stolen. Apparently, oh. we well, even when win, they don't, therefore cheating. Yeah. Hmm? Well, even when it's... they do win, they claim it's cheating, right? Because yeah. the very first thing Trump tweeted after he won in uh, 2016 was that there was uh, three million or wh- whatever the difference was uh, illegal immigrant votes. Yeah. yeah, they didn't win. He didn't win. Even enough. when he won, he cheated. It was cheating. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, I hate it so much. And that's oh about. Gosh, it's the, I didn't win the game. I'm taking my ball and going home. Fuck you all. And right, right. Knowing... Except in this, except in this case, he's taking somebody else's ball. Yes. Like he, he didn't even bring the ball to the game. He, this is my ball. It's just this is mine now. I'm leaving. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's not. That's not your. That's not. You weren't even playing, and you're taking the ball. <laughs> well, that about does her. Wraps her all up, and it was a pretty good story, don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts anyway. 
I guess that's the way the whole darn human comedy keeps perpetuating itself down through the generations, westward the wagons, across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. Say, friend, get any more of that good stuff? All right, folks. Well, that does it for us once again for the week. Thank you so much for joining us. Hopefully you enjoyed the episode. Red was a damn good guest, and so was uh, Winter Solstice. We uh, we attempted to have something to record last week, but there were just there was a trouble that came up in the middle of it. Plus, we got a copyright strike on YouTube. So uh, not a copyright strike. Sorry, a uh, a flagging that happened to our channel, and apparently a lot of other people on the left side of things that are trying to report on groups like QAnon and all the other nonsense that we have out there also got hit on YouTube and the first one makes it so you can't post anything for a week. So I just said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm taking a week off. Uh, might be doing that later on this month with uh, Christmas. I am not a hundred percent certain. We'll find out as we get closer. Uh, if anything, it'll be a fast and loose, just kind of fun show. Well, maybe we'll talk about year in review, submit to us what, are, what you think your, our best segment was for the year. And maybe we can make a clip show of it. Same amount of work as putting out a regular episode, except for the recording bit. Or I could bore you all to death with just myself, and I could bring you a handful of the segments that I've recorded for my uh, on YouTube called Outcast X, and it's doing pretty well. I'm I'm glad I'm glad to have the extra work. It's always fun to start new ventures, and um, anyway, you guys aren't here for that. You're here for me to tell you to go fuck off for the week. No, I'm not. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> uh, you're here to. Uh, hear your name read through the list of patrons that we have out there. Uh, I do want to let everybody know that if you can't afford to become a patron for the show, I, I realize it. I get it. It's been a really, really bad year <laughs> for everybody. So I believe me, I completely get it if you can't afford to do so. Uh, but if you can't do that and you do want to show some love for the show, send us an email, send us a text message, leave us a voicemail, three, four, seven, six, six, nine, three, three, seven, seven, or that's a three, four, seven. Now derp. Yes, you heard me right. Now, derp. But anyway, let's go ahead and get to that list of amazing patrons that we have out there. And we have a handful of new ones, like uh, Lowkey120, welcome. Uh, Neil the 604 Atheist. Damn it, man. I thought you were a patron long before this. If, you, if you're even listening to the podcast form, I know you watch me on YouTube. I don't know if you catch it here. Uh, let's see. We have an Abyssian Knoll, Andrea Brooks, Becky Scott Fairley, Bethany Ring, Brooke Moffat, Freethinker215, Hopswatch, Irish Swede. James Kenyon, James Russell, Jessica Marshall, Mark Layton. Hey, Mark. Welcome to the, the Patreon. Uh, Apochley, Paul Peterson, Randall Gass, Robert X, Ryan, Stacy Startzel, The Godless Revolution, Tina Coley, Tom McDonald, Winter Solstice 93. Hey, she was on this week. Uh, Algatra Colas, Andre Skabinski, Azozio. I saw you on, tw on Twitch leaving nice chats. I appreciate that. Uh, ben Roberts, Chris Turner, Daisies, Dr. Rick Boddicker, Econ, Gary Gerfin, Glenn Albus, Henry Hutan, and Hylian Monkeys, Jay, Jennifer, Jennifer Masevich, J.LX2, Jeffrey Brown, Jonathan Weaver, Josh Crow, JS23, Keith Young, Kevin Bodden, Kimberly Kellogg, Kyle Johnson, Lawrence Quinn, Lotta Nilsson, Mark Cecil, Michael Murphy, Mooney Feathers, Rob Foster, Satan's Little Monkey, Stellar Monstrosity, Trickster, and Wade Heaton. And let's see, we also have Bicycle Legs, Black Lives Matter to Fund the Police, Bob Koenig, Cecilia Antonio, Corinne Smith, Corey Vanderpool, GRX, 
Gary Smith, Jeff Linville, Keith Kingsbury, Lisa Riddell, Malleus Varmentum, nay Mr. Bible Pants, Michael Smuda, Micro Warrior Zero Zero, Mike Yoakum, Nancy White, Angus Fergus, uh, Patrick Neary, Philip Jessup, Ray Kerfont, Robert Levine, Rosabelle Howden, Some Random, Terry Tryon, Tinfoil Hat Society, and Tracy Harden, Ardwin, Angelica Pearson. And when Davies, CPT Miller 132, David Hicks, Fireshard, Fireshard, sorry, Fireshard, uh, Jessica Marshall, Karen Sheets, and we uh, thank you, Karen, for bumping up that patronage. That, that really does mean a lot to me, especially with Christmas around the corner. And it's also my 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 wife and I. We have our anniversary, uh, like a couple of days before Christmas. Smart, huh? <laughs> uh, we have Jartan Rayan who is uh, somebody I've had a lot of discussions with on YouTube. I've jumped in on their show. It's the Ben podcast. I think you guys should go check that one out or at least go find them on YouTube. It's a, it's a blast to listen to their show. Um, and he's a, he's a nice guy. I enjoy talking to him. He's from, uh, from Norway, I think. I can't remember. Sorry. Don't want to assume anything about people's uh, where they're from. Let's see. We have Michael Lundgren, Michael Thompson, Philip Anderson, Stephen Andrus, Tim Smith, Will Nash, Any Mouse and Friends, Big Sky 1889, EJ Allen, Grand Priapism, Jazza G, Joe, Matthew James, Michael Lord, Ord Toothman, and Peter Hockley. Whew, man, that's a lot to read. So anyway, um, I don't want to keep you guys on for much longer. Thank you for listening. This has been episode number 322. Um, like I said, just get in touch with us. I, I love talking to people out there, and I'm going to start having office hours in the new studio, so uh, I might be able to be reached at that point. And definitely going to be doing more content, definitely going to be putting out more live streams, so uh, keep an eye open on the Outcast X channel, because I can't really... I don't like putting just me on Utah Outcast, because it, it just feels wrong. This is a group effort. So anyway, I'm going to bring this to a close. Thank you all for joining us, and we will catch you next week. But remember, folks, you're welcome. Fifty years of breakthroughs, milestones, and triumphs. 150 years of Children's National Hospital. 150 years of generous community support. You can give kids a future where they get freckles instead of chemotherapy and paper cuts instead of surgery. Children's National Hospital. 150 years stronger with your help. Please give today. Visit childrensnational.org slash 150 years. That's childrensnational.org slash 150 years. The first person to survive Alzheimer's disease is out there. They're going to hold on to everything the disease steals away. And the Alzheimer's Association is going to make it happen by funding research, advancing public policy, and spurring scientific breakthroughs. And by providing local support to those living with the disease and their caregivers, we're easing the burden until we accomplish our goal. But we won't get there without you. Visit ALZ.org to join the fight.